Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Volume. Hey, what's up, y'all? T-Bob here reminding you that you can come hang out with me and Aaron Murray live on AMP Monday through Thursday. AMP is a new live radio app. You just download it from the Apple Store. You can actually call in, text in, chat with us directly during the show. It's a ton of fun. We're at Snaps, right? Snaps, your favorite college football podcast at Snaps, Monday through Thursday, 1 Eastern, New Central, on AMP. Download it and come hang out with us today. What's up, y'all? Welcome in. Snaps on AMP, youtube.com slash at volume snaps. Uh, and then you can just Google Snaps Podcast, your day favorite daily college football podcast. I'm one of your hosts, T. Bob Bear, joined as always by our own QB1, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, Doc? Uh, just jealous of our guest's uh, beautiful facial hair. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I tried yeah. the beard about a week ago and I couldn't get it to connect. So <laughs> I, um, I shaved it off and, and, and just so, 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 so sad. Uh, well, and now I have T Bob who looks great and Jake who has what I want. And I just can't. We're the out. three stages right here. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Jake nailed it. Like exactly. It literally is a progression of only Brum. Yeah. There we go, Brum. <laughs> yeah. Now from uh, most to least. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, this will all land better. Uh, so it's, uh, you, you probably heard it there, though. We got the Michigan legend, Jake Butt, on the show today. Now an analyst for the Big Ten Network. Uh, go follow him on X. I still never know whether to say X or Twitter, but it's jbooty88. Is that also your Instagram, Jake? I think so. I think okay, so. Yeah. Some, somewhere yeah. along that. Yeah, yeah. Just look up jbooty. Look booty. up jbooty. You'll and, find And uh, Brum in our chat, the producer, just call it fucking Twitter. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, but like, eventually, I don't know. Eventually, we're going to have it's stop, X. maybe? It's X. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're very excited today. We're going to be hanging out with Jake for probably about the next 30 minutes. Uh, we've got a new 
game to play um, because we are shameless and of course can't help but make butt jokes. Uh, we're going to play yes and or yeah but in can't which we're going to offer Jake a statement and then he has to choose one. <laughs> but first, let's just, you know, get to know each other a little bit and, uh, you know, crank this thing up. Jake, how about this? Um, yesterday's show, we're talking about Georgia as we always are forced to do. And, you know, I feel very confident and your Michigan Wolverines. I feel great about them. I, I think they should be number two in the country. I feel like they are the best, they have the best potential chance to upset Georgia. Uh, Aaron Murray on yesterday's show said, not that it's not like, he said there is no possible way, calling mm -hmm. it a literal impossibility that Michigan could beat Georgia. Uh, your thoughts? I feel, and I, this is going to be a theme I think we get into here. I think that's a fair point to say because until you do it, until you do it, outside looking in, I know those guys believe in them, and I, I actually believe in them. I think Michigan has a good, as good a chance of anyone. Me but too. frankly, like until you do it, people are allowed to say that kind of thing. I mean, look, Georgia's dominated college football the past few years. Aaron, I know you could say sit there with a smile on your face and say that with confidence until someone knocks them uh, off. Now, I yeah. again, my opinion, I, I think Michigan has a case to be number preseason number one. They just have so few question marks ac across their roster, yep. though I'm cool having yep. Georgia. But look, man, that, that that's playground rules, right? If you win king of the hill in playground, you're the king of the school until someone knocks you off, right? That That's primitive stuff. So, Georgia, you've been number one for so long, you're allowed to say that. What? Yeah, but well, listen, listen, I, 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 yeah, but so, so I can clarify myself. Yeah, but here, uh, I'll start it off first here. I do think Michigan is the second best team in America. What I was trying to tell T Bob yesterday, there's a style of football that, that needs to be played in order to beat Georgia. Alabama showed it two years ago. Ohio State last year probably should have beat Georgia, showed it. I don't know if, if, if Michigan. Why they may be the second best team in America, and why they maybe they could beat Ohio State for a third straight year, and probably will, and they could maybe beat uh, Alabama and LSU head to head. There is a style of football that has to be played to beat Georgia. That is my bigger concern. Yeah. No, I get the point, but I think Michigan can. Well, you what think I Michigan play a style of football that can beat you. Them. Bring yes, up a I think good they point, can. Though. Listen, Michigan. I've said this. What makes them great is their running game. That's a great offensive line. They yeah. can hand the ball off forty times a game and sleepwalk to ten wins. But when you face that front seven and that physicality of the Georgia Bulldogs defense, it's going to be a lot harder. So the challenge for Michigan, I, I think that they can make it very confidently. They can make it, make it back to the college football playoff this year. But if you want to win a national title, I believe J.J. has the potential as quarterback to be in the yes. Heisman conversation, but he hasn't been given the opportunity. We don't know how good the Michigan receivers are going to be. We've seen flashes, but for Coach Harbaugh and Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator – as easy as it would be to hand the ball off 40 times, I think you got to let J.J. air it out. You have to rep that throughout the season, build up some equity so when it does come time to play Georgia, you, you're not just doing it for the first, second, third time on the season. You have to build that identity yeah. earlier in the year. Well, and, and that's my point. And, and I would love to actually see Michigan do that, Jake, because they're good enough where they can, like, if, even if they feel that's maybe, like, slightly riskier than be more conservative, like, they can get away with it, right? But, like... That, that that's why Aaron when you bring up the style point I understand what you're saying 
Yep. But I'm banking on the growth of JJ because he went from being in a you know a position battle at the beginning of last season where they're like rotating game to game, which we'd never really seen before, to then looking like pretty shaky early on. But then look what he mm-hmm. did against Ohio State and some of the plays that he started making down the stretch. Even the TCU yeah. game, there were big gaffes, but there were also yeah. massive plays that you would not have seen from earlier. So like now you give him an off season. I mean, you got Harbaugh out here comparing him like to Mahomes and stuff like. I'm 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 with you, Jake. I think JJ McCarthy's a legit Heisman candidate, and his growth, he is the reason why I think they're capable of taking that next step and the beat UGA. He period. doesn't have a physical he doesn't have a physical limit, right? The only limit is yeah. gonna be set on does is Michigan gonna be safe? Like you said, Z Bob, are they just gonna sleepwalk to these victories? There's not a risk, man. Those first four games, Michigan should win no matter what. So Air it out. Yep. What's the di- if you win by seventeen or you win by thirty? It doesn't matter. But the value you can gain by letting JJ get in gun that second half though it wasn't perfect. You saw JJ just out there. He looked free, man. He looked like he was just making yep. plays. Yep. Let him loose. Let him loose. That's going to benefit you down the stretch of the season. I want to go to Hardball real quick. I feel like you have a better pulse than we do, obviously, on Michigan and Michigan football and the fan base. What is their feeling towards Harbaugh? I feel like every offseason we've had a discussion, is he staying, is he going? Now the four-game suspension, which is absurd by the NCAA, but still he has to set up for Fucking NCAA. <laughs> Does, what is the overall temperature of Michigan fans and, and Coach Harbaugh as their head coach? Love them. Love them. And, and yeah, yeah. now it's funny because they're, a couple years ago after the COVID year, <laughs> You know, some fans said, yeah, hey, let's yeah. get them out of here. Let's uproot the program. But I think now, I mean, I couldn't believe hearing some of that because Coach Harbaugh is one of the few coaches that's proved it everywhere he's been in college in the NFL. He's a damn yeah. good ball coach, and he's got a great roster this year. So I hope that provides perspective to Michigan fans that that this is their guy. And as long as Coach Harbaugh wants to be there, he should be there. Look, who knows fact from fiction? Is Jim really interviewing for the NFL, or is he getting leveraged to sign a new contract? I, I don't know, but – then again, I ha- you're the first person that's brought that up since those conversations start. It feels every year they heat up, it's a done deal, and then yep. it isn't, and we forget about it, and we just care about the wins and losses. Uh, Jake, you so you you played for Harbaugh your whole career? Two years. I did two with Brady Hope. Year and, okay, two yep, years? Two with Jim. Uh, ooh, well, now I kind of want to pick, what was that transition like going from Hope to Harbaugh? Because like you said, and I'm not I'm not trying to you know shit talk anybody. I played for Les Miles, ironically, probably the thing he was worst at was like the actual coaching of the football. So like everybody has weaknesses, but what was like, I always heard from the old heads going from Saban to miles was just kind of like, kind of like a, like, that's a downgrade. What was it like going from Hoke to Harbaugh? Hope, Hope. I mean, listen, Hoke is one of the best people on the planet. I mean, he's a great guy. When, when I graduated from Michigan, he was out living in San Diego. He took us out for lunch, had some beers, Awesome oh, dude. Yeah, dude. You know, that's Jim. I don't even think Jim drinks. He's he is all about ball, all about ball. So w- when Brady used to walk into the team room, he was a, almost a jolly guy. Like, I, I think he could play Santa, but rosy cheeks, you know. So he'd walk <laughs> into the team room and everyone would go like, hey, we cheer and clap for him. And it was a nice thing. <laughs> so when Jim gets hired, we're all sitting there in the team room. Like, do we cheer? Do we not cheer? And like the door opens and everyone like sits up straight. And it was his, his assistant, Ooh. Colonel Minnick. And he's like, hey, I know you guys used to cheer for Brady. We're not going to do that here. We cheer when we win. So sit up straight and have your notepads ready. Coach Harbaugh is coming in in a few minutes. So that was the first wake-up call. Big difference, though, is the the quality of coordinators and assistant coaches. And, and that, to me, is a big mm. piece of a head coach. It's 
it's really less about X's and O's. You have to be a good identifier and delegator and bring in the right people. That first spring ball, I don't know if you ever experienced anything like this, Aaron, but he, he literally looked at us like, guys, this is just not good enough. So the NCAA, it's yeah. four hours maximum in the building. And the way most teams break it up, it's an hour and a half of practice or an hour and a half of meetings, then two and a half hour practice. Jim said, no, you get better at playing football by playing football. So that full four hours, he practiced yeah. for four straight hours. Not only that, he split the team Hell into yeah. an A team and a B team. The B team would come out for two hours by themselves. Then the A team would finish overlap, finish the final two hours with the um, B team. And then the A team would stay out for two hours. So if you were a coach, you were on the field for six hours. Some dude got like 1,500 reps in spring ball. So, I mean, that just tells it was it was a massive, massive shift when Jim got there. I was I was really excited for breaking news that Jim Harbaugh broke another uh, rule there when Jim got going with that That's conversation. A verified rule. I thought you were about to say. I was like, oh, I mean, here bro, we go. We're about any, to hold on, hold on. Did anybody's school? Well, I mean, you don't have to comment, Jake, because I guess yeah. Jim's still coaching there, but. We all, we all four hour numbers. rule are you kidding me 20 hours a week we used to yeah. sign that shit and laugh like, yeah. we were there way more than 20 hours do we used to less miles used to do three hour practices every day look we it's just because a lot of it was not 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 mandatory some of these walkthroughs that don't yeah exactly that, that time compliance like, was okay, tough. i'm not gonna show up i mean we we literally because you had to lift we had 15 minute lifts like we would go into what? the weight room like squat five sets and leave and then bench five sets and leave like we because all all of our time was dedicated to practicing football. No, no kidding. See, dude, Jake, this is the That's problem crazy. with the Big Ten. Y'all care too much about academics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Michigan cares about grades and their AAU status mm, or I whatever know. it is. Nah, okay. Come on, dude. And the rules? Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, I, 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 oh, go ahead, Aaron. I, I, we talked about this. I think we talked about it maybe what, three weeks ago. Of We're talking about Ohio State and Ryan Day and like what has to be done there. And and. A lot of the comments was from an article where Ohio State fans would rather see them essentially beat Michigan than even care about winning a national championship. Yeah. And I was like, that to me, that's silly. Like, I, I don't, I, I, I'm fine losing to Florida if I know that we're going to win a national championship. I'll lose to Alabama every year in Atlanta if that means we win a national championship. Is that really the case for Ohio State or Michigan, where you guys would be fine beating Ohio State and not winning a Natty, or say you lost to Ohio State but won a Natty? Does that make up for Look, it's it's one thing to say that. I think Buckeye fans would have been real happy if they had pulled off the win against Georgia and then beat yeah. TCU. Yes. Yes. That we would have we would have been provided some clarity there. They would have taken a victory lap for sure. <laughs> Look, I grew up in Columbus, so I, I I know this. Urban Meyer's even quoted saying it. He's like, Urban Meyer himself said, I would rather lose every game and beat Michigan. Now, whether that's true or not. It just it's a point of emphasis, right? It's a point of emphasis yeah, yeah. to talk yeah. about the seriousness of that rivalry. So um it's both sides. And I, I think Michigan, they started emphasizing it too. Like Ohio State would have a Michigan drill every single practice. We didn't when I was there. A few years ago, they implemented it just to again have that emphasis. Guys, listen, this one is different. This yeah. this this matters above all else. And sure enough, it's paid off. So it's a serious rivalry. Well, Jake, tell me this. How I frame it is, if you lose that game, the only get-out-of-jail-free card you have is a yeah. natty. Right? Like, lose that game, a Big Ten championship may not even get it done. Like, the only way people will be happy is if you get all the way to and win the national championship. So, like, Ohio State was there. They were on the edge, and yep. yet instead they said losers of two in a right. row. And Michigan probably getting the uh, benefit of the doubt. So, I, I went back and looked at this, Jake. So, with Hoke, you went seven and six, five and seven. Then y'all did these 
10,000 reps and it immediately went to 10 and yeah. three. That's back to back 10 win That's seasons. And, and frankly, yeah, in 16, we left some meat on the bone. We had a damn good roster and, and lost to Iowa should never have happened. Lost on the double Fucking over team, double, double overtime. JT was short, whatever. And then lost to Florida State. We dropped three straight and our roster was so damn good. So it's mm. good to have back to back 10 wins. But I think all of us on the 16 team knew we, we left some meat on the bone. Yeah. I will look, look, all three of us left meat on the bone. Right, I lost uh, my last natty twenty-one nothing. My last game, Aaron had the SC championship. What is being a former athlete yet having regret about uh, how some shit? That's right. Went? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, how about this, Jake? Uh, Big Ten, obviously, very exciting. Ton of news. I hate to do this, but I think we have to ask one conference realignment question. Yeah. Um, a lot of new faces showing up. How are we feeling about it? Is it smart for the league? Aaron, if you want to add anything, you can. It's smart for the league, absolutely. And I, I see the full picture, right? That People like to put a label on it. Is it good or is it bad? Look, it, it sucks for Washington State. I feel for them. It sucks for Oregon State, yeah. Stanford, Cal. Like that, that, that sucks. But that's not the fault of Washington or Oregon, too. This, this expansion, to me, it's been set in motion a decade plus like this is this was inevitable so i approach it from that lens like man expansion was going to happen more expansion and realignment will most likely happen in the future timeline i can't tell you so if that's the case then i say as a player i would have loved to play in those games big brand versus big brand millions of people watching as an analyst i work for the big 10 network i can't wait to go to those stadiums i can't wait to call some of these games so and and frankly look the money, we, what Pac-12 was talking about, like $20 million a year. Big 10's 100. You know, Oregon, if you're those athletic departments, you have to make a decision to protect your future. Like, there's no friends in business. You have to protect. As much as it sucks for those other schools, think about how that benefits all the other sports beyond football, all the other sports mm-hmm. at Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA. There's some winners and some losers, but I think sometimes we're only talking about who gets left behind when, look, there's some people that are going to benefit from this as well. So the conference is going to look like Michigan, Ohio State, you got Penn State, Wisconsin, USC, Oregon, Washington. I mean, it's, it's loaded. And then you look at the SEC, obviously. Wait, Texas, wait, Oklahoma, Nebraska. What about you? Nebraska. Nebraska. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska. Just, yeah. Indiana. This goes on. Simmer, yeah. Simmer. Hey, well, yeah, that feels disparaging. Yeah, that feels disparaging. No, no. Okay, Iowa. Look, I'll put. I'm trying to hit the positives here. I'm trying to hit the positive. Then you got the SEC, who has obviously the big boys too. What is the more talented? What's the tougher gauntlet to win come next season? Uh, to me, okay. So let's let's separate this. All right. To me, the Big Ten is going to be tougher to go through, but. Until it's another team outside of the SEC that wins the national title, the SEC, everyone can say, look, the SEC, until someone knocks off Georgia, we can talk about the regular season. I think the regular season. But that's just one or two teams. I'm talking about like from top, top to, to bottom, bottom when you add those four brands. Top to bottom it, it, it has to be. Okay. It has to be. Oh, certainly. Do you even Vanderbilt, Jake? I don't. I don't know if it. I'm just, look. No, you're. I, I think you're probably right. After after all those additions, and and some of that will come down to how Texas Oklahoma do. I personally think Texas will always fail. Yeah, but that's just me, and I don't believe in Venables either. Look, so those two. There, there's the new additions. Texas and Oklahoma were still uncertain. Like the jury's still out. How yep. good will they be? 
USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington all have brand new head coaches that all have their programs trending in the right direction. Oregon, Washington, and True. USC, they those are three Heisman candidate quarterbacks right there. Those programs yeah. are headed trended in a right. We're more certain about those than we are about Texas and Oklahoma. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Um, so now I will take this opportunity to ask you about the Corn Hub. Uh, I'm a big believer in Matt Rule, the turnaround jobs. I mean, from the very beginning of last season, we were talking about Rule in Nebraska. The dream happens. It comes to pass. Um, my goal for Nebraska seven wins okay i think they're over under maybe six and a half or something it's actually one of the most bet unders in the entire country <laughs> fucking dumb um where where because it's weird man i looked it up you look at like the past few recruiting classes and 
they've really only gotten out recruited by the big three. Everybody else are either right on par with or they're actually ahead of. It's just that for whatever reason, Scott Frost cannot get yeah. anything out of that team. Now they got rule. They got new culture. He's bringing Solich back like he's healing the fan base. He's bringing fullbacks back. How are we feeling about the Huskers? If that if that's if that line moves to five and a half, like you said, it's the most bet under that. That might be a tasty line, man. Because Matt Rule, yeah. just like we talked about with Coach Harbaugh turning around Michigan, Matt Rule has a history. There's an art to turning around yep. a program. He did it at Temple. He did it at Baylor, right? Very quickly. I don't think it was immediately at both schools. He was able no, to, he had no, bad year ones, too. but he did not take over. Different like, situation. Not as yeah. bad. Yeah, Nebraska's yeah. not as bad as those teams were. And the other piece over. of this is, look, Scott Frost. The record is bad, but they lost more one possession games than <laughs> and they were in it. Yeah. And and if you if you follow that team, as yeah. you know, T Bob, how many self inflicted wounds? How many? If, if no, you can awful. correct some of those self inflicted wounds, you start to maybe you don't win all those one possession games, but a one possession game, you look at yourself and say, "Damn, we didn't have this many penalties or this many sacks or give up have this many missed assignments." And that's what a good head coach can do. Matt Rule can do it. It's a different world, too, with the transfer portal. They added a, a large number of transfers, including the quarterback, Jeff mm -hmm. Sims. So um, I'm excited for him. Yep. I, I, the difference between six and seven wins doesn't matter. They need to get to a bowl game this year because of those practices. Mm -hmm. It's another spring ball. They need to do that to yep. set the program in motion. Hey, hey, Jake, don't let don't let T Bob fool you either. It's not like he grew up a Nebraska fan. This is like relatively new in the last like six months. Like, no, 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 don't no, no, let no. him oh, trick him here. Like, he time knows Nebraska's fucking time history. Out. Who the he fuck put Eric Crouch on their top ten quarterbacks? Okay, in the that 2000s, doesn't mean okay? that you're like some Nebraska Me. fan. What, where, where did yes, it happen? What, what, why? Uh, it's so like six months ago, so it happened. I tried get, because I fucking <laughs> love the brand. I grew up on the brand. As you get older, you get nostalgic. And and I grew up with him being you grew up an LSU badass. fan. No dub, but what I'm saying is, but Nebraska was so badass, and I hate to see them fall as hard as they have. And then, like, I kept trying to believe in Frost, and he kept blowing it. And I've always liked Matt Rule. Yeah. And so it just, it just, it all came together. I mean, do you not remember? I was trying to lead the Frosty Boys last year. Oh, you were trying. Never mind. I do apologize. You were. You do. I, I respect I, you for holding strong, man. Yeah. Up, baby. No, we're done with Scott Frost. Fuck Scott Frost. It's all about Matt Rule. <laughs> this year's Nebraska football I, team. I, Jake, Jake, one quick one real quick. Um, surprise team in the Big Ten. Who is it? Who's going to be this All right, year? so we we were at Big Ten Media Days last week. So the, the, the media all picks their, their teams that they think is going to win the East and the West. And it was a split decision. Half of them picked Iowa. Half of them picked Wisconsin. And then the third place in the West was Minnesota. Fourth was Illinois. Brett Bielema is a damn good coach, man. Brett Bielema yeah, is a yeah, damn yeah, good coach. Sure. And I know they lose Chase Brown and Sidney Brown and Devin Withers. They lose a lot of talent. Don't get me wrong. They return the 10th most or the third most all-conference players in the entire Big Ten. Ten. They have talent on this roster. I think they may have the best. In my opinion, he might be the best interior defensive lineman in all college football in Johnny Newton. The dude's a beast. So I think they got a serious run. I, I you have to you have to consider the the pieces that they're replacing, but Brett Bielema he's got a he's a good coach man, and, and the West yep. is wide open. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're knocking on the door of a taking a trip to Indy at the end of the season. Ooh, and one more dude. thing, they just yeah. picked up Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator from Wisconsin. I know as a I senior know. analyst. So you lose Ryan what? Walters, and you say we're introducing new guys. You get a veteran presence of Jim Leonard. Same system, same three four system. That's a huge, huge benefit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's um I mean that's a guy who was like up for NFL DC jobs not not long ago, but he wanted to be Wisconsin head yeah. coach. So that's kind of crazy they got him. Uh all right. Let's play the game. So this is called Yes and or Yeah, but Aaron, uh, do you have the document brought up so I, we can I go back and documents. forth here? Okay. Um, I'll start. Uh Jake, so you either answer yes and or yeah, okay. but uh, and then explain yourself gotcha. either way. Uh, Brian Kelly and LSU will be better than Alabama. Yes, but so we'll start with the yes. Mm. We'll start with the yes. Listen, that's a, that's a damn good roster. You got Daniels back at quarterback. You had those two freshman tackles last year. Now they're so, they played pretty damn well. That's a tough position, and now you'd expect some progression. I'd expect Daniels to progress as well. Running back rooms deep. I think Kelly's a really good coach too. I, I, he, he it was just capped at Notre Dame what he could do. So. I say all that. I say LSU's got a really good chance at it. But here's what I also know. A lot of people are stepping on Saban's grave. And I, that that I doesn't feel right to me. It. It's, it's oh, the quiet so guy serious. you worry about in the in a bar fight, right? It's the quiet guy. True. Everyone's discrediting Saban. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. I don't know that it necessarily matters. They have talent all over that roster. They're going to find a way. So I do think LSU, but boy, I say the but because I just can't discredit Saban. All right, Penn State will contend for a Big 12 championship or Big 14. Ten. Or, Big 10, Big 12. Oh, Big 10, oh, I see what you're saying. You were doing, you were doing how, a joke about the actual, yeah. We're calling it the Big many, Team. The Big Team can we just call, What are you calling it nowadays? What, 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 big, what's the official Big name? expansion, whatever it is. The freaking yeah, like all right, there you 18, go. 20, 25, <laughs> Just big. big Penn State will contend for the big title. For yeah, just the big title. Big. Yeah. yeah, the big, big title. belt. Yes, but I, I think Michigan, yeah. as we've kind of alluded to, roster's loaded. There's no question marks really anywhere on that on that Michigan roster. So they're my pick right now. But Penn State's got a damn good roster too. A lot of young pieces in their defensive front seven. A lot of speed. It's year two with Manny Diaz. One of the best man cover corners in Kalen yeah, King. Right. So it, it, the one issue with Penn State has been their offensive line. Since the whole issue that happened a couple years ago and they lost scholarship, the offensive line has struggled. We saw Sean Clifford, like broken ribs. Guys just getting rocked out there. <laughs> Olu Fashion, who might be the best tackle in all college football, the offensive line solid. You have a five-star in Drew Aller coming in. The best underclassmen running back room in Singleton and Allen. I just question who's going to be that separator in the receiver room. So hey, they're, they're right there. Michigan is my number one, but Ohio State and Penn State, they're in that group of three that can that can make a run at a Big Ten title. Uh, UGA will three-peat in 2023. It's what we talked about. Yes, I, I really do think they can. I, I really do think they can. <laughs> If you had to pick, if you had to pick right now, I I don't know that you can make a strong case that they won't. Are you picking the UJ or the field? That's yeah, it's, that's the thing. Out. I can't pick an individual team, but I can take the field. They lost Stetson. They lost Todd Munkin. It's too much overcome. Carson Beck's going to piss down his leg when <laughs> yeah. he plays a team with a pulse. I'm excited to see Stetson. This is completely off the beaten path. He's making some splashes out there at uh, Ramsey. He's a stud, man. He, I, I don't think I gave him enough credit. I, the most underrated athlete of all time. Seriously, <laughs> what? Did, how fast did he run? What, what did he run the forty, Aaron? He's like a four six guy, I think, somewhere there. To, you know, Aaron, what did you run the forty fast. in? I oh, tore an ACL. Damn. I didn't get to run a forty. I did too. You know well, what? Yeah, how four seven? Convenient. Actually, I never ran it. So you know what? I think <laughs> yeah. It wasn't actually fucking it. convenient, <laughs> asshole. I tore last game of the season. I couldn't do jack shit. Oh, no, hey, I'm sorry. Too. I didn't mean. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So Georgia's going to three. Georgia, 
Georgia and Michigan are the one and two. And then I think three yeah. through eight, you can make a case for a number of different orders. Is it Ohio State? Is it Alabama? Is it LSU? Is it USC? There's even teams I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Is it Texas? I mean, they got a good right. You know, Penn State, whatever. You, I think it's between Michigan and Georgia. And again, I go back to say, it is if you won back-to-back titles and you dominated the game the way Georgia has, you earn the right to say until someone knocks us off, we're the champs. I think that's mm-hmm. totally fair. All right, Caleb Williams will win back-to-back Heismans. So I, I was looking at it. So it was Archie Griffin back in like the 70s, right? Is the first time to win back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see it in NBA. Only time, right? In Oklahoma. Who, who was it? No, no, no. I'm saying no, no. Aaron was asking, is that the only That's the time? only one. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. Um, and was he Oklahoma? Where, where did he go? Where, where was he? Oh, no, he's Ohio State. Ohio State. Dumb as fuck. Okay, never mind. Move on. So... <laughs> So <laughs> we see voter fatigue in, in like NBA MVP, right? Like we look at, we watch the finals. And it's like, yeah, Joe, Jokic should be the MVP. Voter fatigue True. is a real thing. And hey, listen, you lose Jordan Addison. They got, they're loaded in their receiver room. Um, mm-hmm. I think this though, you have him and Lincoln Riley. That's, that's a match made in heaven. It's hard to bet against this. Here's where actually what happened to him last year can help him. The fact that he didn't make it to the playoffs, if he can have the same stats, run the table, go undefeated, get to the playoffs, I think you're looking at a that that's a real strong case to say this guy's your Heisman mm-hmm. winner. If he can run the table, because mm-hmm. you, you got to do something more to go back to back. The voters want to see something more. So if you run the table and go to the playoffs, that's a nice strong case. Dude, that's such a good point. I had to consider it. Actual next level play by Caleb Williams getting his ass kicked in the Pac-12 championship because he opens that door for like an easy demonstrable step forward. Wow. Yeah. Look at Mm. Caleb, dude. Caleb Mm. and Lincoln. That's how Lincoln got top five. Uh, Jake Butt, Texas will win the Big 12. Gosh. This is – it's a – it's just a butt. It's just a butt. Yes. No, yes. Thank you. I mean, Urban Meyer even said, I mean, people are, are loving this roster, right? And I think Quinn Ewers is a stud, man. Like, listen, I've just, I've heard it too much. If I'm a kid and I stick my hand on the stove and get burnt and then I do it again the next day, I'm not touching that thing, okay? It's a great roster. I've heard that before. Quinn Ewers, I've heard it before. I, 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 it's hard to bet against them. I, I really do think they got a legit shot at this thing, and they better do it because it's only going to get harder in the future. But I've heard Texas is back so many times, and I've got burnt. It's it's a yes, but it's not a guarantee by any stretch. <laughs> Aaron promised Aaron last year promised me after the TCU game that if Texas didn't get it done, he would get it tattooed on his arm. I'll never bet. You know, I'll never believe in Texas again. And hey, look at him; he's that dumbass I'm, old kid. I'm, I'm so sold. I am. I why? Am. You know why? Think about this. You know why? Because Texas was my team growing up for for unknown reasons, um, and they're the only like, one of the only teams that didn't offer me a scholarship. So it's kind of like that girl who wouldn't go on a date yeah. with you. Oh, we just keep yeah. going back, yeah. man. Like they just, you know, she was mean to me, and I kind of liked yeah. it. So I'm gonna keep going back to yep. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. All right, la- last last butt question okay. here. Uh, Brian Ferenc should be fired. Mm. Uh, let's let's see how this year plays out. I I, I get it. He ter- certainly deserved the criticism last year. Um, the, 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 all the conversation was about the quarterback too. Uh, what, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on it. 
Uh, oh, this year last or last year? year? Last year. Uh, he was terrible. Uh, oh, I feel bad. His stats are terrible. He had Brian Fritz had good numbers with the guy before. Yeah. Who was it? Stanley? Uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, no, I got Spencer Petrus. Spencer Petrus is who it was. There we go. But go. so that, that's just the easy thing, right? Is is it's the quarterback's fault? It's Brian Ferentz's fault. But what I know about Iowa is when they're good, it starts with the offensive line. The offensive line wasn't even average. Mm. The offensive line was horrendous. Then you start with the fact their whole receiver room, anyone they wanted to count on to start the season was injured. So you have a subpar quarterback with a subpar offensive line and no weapons to throw to and a freshman running back. I'm high on Sam Laporta just because that dude putting up the stats that he did when everyone knew the ball was going to him last year was was really mm -hmm. impressive. The offensive line this year will be better. Cade McNamara is a leader first, and I think that benefits the locker room. Luke Lachey, Eric All at tight end, that's a good combo. And Caleb Johnson at running back, a year older, a year stronger. So listen, all, I say that to say that, Brian Ferentz, like this, you got to get it done this year, man. You have to complement yeah. that good Phil Parker defense. So no more excuses. God, I'm excited to watch some – SEC. I'm just kind of for college football, Big Ten. All of it, dude. It's going to be awesome yep. this year. Jake, uh, thank you so much, man. This was super fun. It's great to uh, finally get to talk to you, meet you, and everything. And uh, yeah, man, look forward to watching you on the Big Ten Network this year. Likewise, season. guys. Great shirt, by the way, T Bob. I didn't. Uh, didn't thank you. you thank you. Man. Yes. Yeah. And let us know, bro, if you want any Cornhub merch, you know who to All go right. to. All right. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, there should be a link in the video to buy your Cornhub gear, guys. Don't I'm forget. hoping I can call a game at Memorial Stadium. That's one place I really yes. want to go. So if that's maybe we can work something out, I can uh, can kind of show the thing. So let's let everyone yeah, know. You get a huge crowd pop, right? Yeah. I mean, if you Jake, show up and more, you rip the Jake, shirt are you off. doing studio? Are you doing studio or are you doing games? You studio do during the week, and then I got games. So, um, yeah, games every weekend but one this year. Nice yeah. boys, look at you. Good one, baby. Yeah, yeah. Dude. going to Columbus. Yes. All right. Oh, dude, that's Ooh. wait. So you're from Columbus and you went to Michigan? Yeah, yeah. I saw Ryan Day at Big Ten Media Days. He's like, "You're a heck of a tight end. How did you? How did we miss you? They didn't offer me, so yeah, I went to Michigan. Oh, what? Oh, I was they didn't Damn. even offer. Oh, wow. All right, I got a good story okay. for you, real, real quick before we wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, so go, go. When I was getting recruited, is when it went from the the situation with Fickle to then Urban. So Urban had a guy out of California. He offered, didn't want me, so I went to Michigan. Ended up being like a two time All American. I won the John Mackey Award. So <laughs> in sixteen, which was the JT was short game, I finished my career zero and four against these guys. Sickening, but. Anyways, I go down to Atlanta to the college football award show. We do that Thursday night. Friday morning, our SID is like, hey, be in the lobby at 7 a.m. We're catching a shuttle together to the airport. So I got there early. I got there at 645. Only two other people in the lobby at that point in time. There's the clerk behind the desk and there's Urban Meyer. I've never talked to him face to face. So, dude, like I, I say, oh, man, like I see him. Smoke's coming out of my ears. I start to sweat. Hey, coach, how's it going? Go post up against the wall. He's an intense dude immediately walks over oh, yeah. and puts like literally right in my chest. He's like, why didn't you come to Ohio state? <laughs> you didn't offer me. He's like, what was it? Were you a bad student? I'm like, dude, I went to Michigan. He's like, wow, did you get in trouble? <laughs> yeah. He's like, so, so he, we went back and forth for a little bit. He's like, you were a hell of a player, man. You used to give me nightmares. I wish you the best. I'm like, damn, I don't want to wow, like wait, you. So, I respect wait, wait, you. So and damn, damn. I wish I beat you. 
Wait, so Herb could have offered, like he was the coach at the time when you were coming out? Herb and their was? director of recruiting so, at the time, I went to junior high and high school with his son, seventh grade all the way through high school. Damn. Yeah. So Urban couldn't even fathom that he would have not recruited yeah. you. Like that's how that's how I absurd was it was. I was a basketball player and a soccer player. I was like 209 pounds. I didn't look, I wasn't college ready. Oh, wow. But I mean, I put on 40 pounds like from the time I graduated high school early and I started as a freshman, so... Yeah. Fucking beast, dude. Full circle. Damn, Jake, but what a legendary story, dude. <laughs> Jake, thank you so much, man. Again, Jay Booty. Is it Jay Booty 86? 88. Jay head. Booty 88. My bad. Jay Booty 88. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Catch me on the Big Ten Network. Jake, thank you so much. As always, thank you to uh, Paul Ferry. I got to stop thanking Paul, but I've done it for so long. Uh, but actually, thank you, Paul. He came up with Yes, Andrew, Yeah, But. So good cool. job, Paul. Uh, Pat Gunther, Adam Gracia, Danny Cardenas, Chris Tran, and our fearless leader ryan brumley youtube.com slash add volume stats hit the subscribe button take it easy y'all we will see you monday for a brand new episode live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bob kids megan trainer fistle puma sarah mclaughlin Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.